welcome back to our uh, next edition of the PVC News Pro Video Coalition podcast after Thanksgiving, where we're going to chat a little bit about kind of what's been going on for the last week in the media video production space world. I meant to say media creation world, so we'll uh, edit that. Probably not. And uh, <laughs> Scott Simmons here again. I missed you guys last time, but it's just myself and Damian Allen this week talking Dang. it up. Uh, happy after Black Friday. What did you buy yeah. and how much did it cost? You know, that's a good question. Um, I bought, uh, you know what? I, the most, <laughs> uh, most of the stuff it's was, exciting. yeah, might have to edit that out. Probably not. Um, so my wife gave me a budget for how much she wanted to spend on me at Christmas and then said, now go pick out the stuff because otherwise it's a waste of time. I'll, you, I'll just get you a bunch of stuff you don't want. So I actually geeked out a little bit, um, but not so much. The only uh, industry purchase I made was something called Wrap 3. It was 50% off. It's software that takes uh, you know, a high-quality mesh and, and wraps it onto scan data. So it's wow. pretty amazing software. But, uh, but wait, was this that a, was my one thing. Was this a Black Friday it, purchase or did you just it was, buy yeah, it? Yeah, it was a Black Friday, Friday purchase because it was uh, it's 50% off. So, you know, it's interesting. I was thinking if you if you really wanted to play smart on the Adobe front, it seems like they do a pretty massive Black Friday every year. So if you if you timed your annual contract with Adobe Creative Cloud to Black Friday, you'd probably be good every year. This is true. I think last year I did the thing where you call in and talk them into uh, canceling and, and renewing. So I need to look at that. I hope I haven't missed it, but that was a way to save. And Avid is also yeah. was doing a, a Black Friday Cyber Monday promotion for uh, for their subscription. So that's two uh, two options for uh, saving a little bit of money, a little bit of money there. I um, I was going to do a big Black Friday purchase and found the great LG 65 inch OLED which I ordered mm -hmm. from Amazon and um, partially because it said schedule your delivery. And I said 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the Monday after Black Friday. Never yep. showed up. And so I rescheduled it for Tuesday. It never showed up. And I just didn't do anything else except complain on Twitter to Amazon support and, you know, like a couple back and forth. And then someone called my wife about it. And um, it's it, what's crazy about it, it said someone must be present for delivery, which I'm thinking right. hey, that's great. I mean, that's one of the things where it says, you know, this is shipped in a box which can't conceal the contents. So if you're, it's a gift, ship it elsewhere. You know, it makes sense not to right. have a TV on your front porch. Um, no kidding. So on Wednesday morning, I checked the app and it says out for delivery. And uh, about mid-morning, I get an email from my wife. It says, hey, did you see this? And it was basically an email saying, hey, we got your, um, your, we, we got your cancellation. We've canceled your order. We'll refund the credit card, uh, which I wanted to do. Because at that point, I was like, screw it. I don't want it anymore at this, at this point. If you can't right. deliver it any better than that. Um, and come to find out, though, even though it had been canceled and the refund had been issued, Amazon guy shows up, brings the TV up, plops on the front porch, and <laughs> it's getting going back to the truck when my wife was hit home and you know runs out the front door and stops him as he's driving away and says, no, we don't want this anymore. So he, so they did leave it without a signature on the front porch. Wow. The $1,700 OLED LG TV, which was a good price on it because I think at Costco they're like 2200 bucks or something. So right, it just, yeah, it's pretty ah, good. It was such a frustrating. That was, we had, we've had the same TV for, oh gosh, I don't know, for 
at least eight years. It's like a 42 yeah. inch, um, something or another. So, yeah. Oh, so well. it went, it went back. So it did, it did, it did go back. So I have no, no new TV, which was our Christmas present to the family. Uh, oh, so well. you're still shopping. Yeah. Still shopping, but there, uh, well, there's, maybe there's you'll get a high dynamic range this time around. Yeah, maybe a. Uh, I was looking at a Sony Bravia and then a uh, an L, uh, Samsung QLED because I decided I'll just spend a little bit less money and get the TV. So I don't know what I'm going to get, but you know it, it is really crazy. Soured me on the Amazon. On Amazon, I gotta say, when I walk into Costco and you see the crazy prices on those massive TVs. Now, I, granted, they're not all great dynamic range and everything, but just the. I remember paying, you know, over two grand for. A, a 42 inch plasma that was 720 by something and just the idea that 500 bucks buys you this massive 4k tv oh, it's totally. just yeah it's just bizarre to me and and the sad thing is they're they're completely disposable right because yeah. when the thing dies you're not going to repair it you're just going to toss it in landfill yep well i bought and, a um so one of the early 1080 tvs it was a dlp I think it was maybe a Toshiba or a Samsung, but it was it was that old. Remember the old projection TVs that were in that big case? Oh yeah, it was like yeah. that, but it wasn't a deep case. It was very light, but it was in this big case, and um, I mean, that thing was like three or four thousand dollars. But I could hook yeah. it up to my early edit suites and fire you know firewire into it, and it would upscale it. You know, this was standard def to coming through the yeah. DV deck, but it would upscale it, and uh, it was kind of a great little client monitor. And then uh, there was like a color wheel that started to buzz that was real common after yeah. about six or eight years. And uh, yeah, it's just, you know, the, the I total replaced the color wheel on mine once on my DLP. And I was, a bit. was reading that you could you could do that, but I gave it to my nephew. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't want to. It's, it's like a gaming TV. But I mean, I think that yeah, that was, um, you know, Black Friday is always a big thing. Like, all there was lots of, uh, you know, lots of deals for iPads and, uh, yeah. you know, plenty of phones. And then there's just so many TVs after TVs after TVs. It's, it's you know, almost I, I, overwhelming I, to buy a TV. There's just so many options. Yeah. It's really, that's really difficult. And, and quite honestly, I find myself, even as an industry pro, like, I just have no idea at this point. There, there's so many jargonistic, kind of catchphrases and and just finding out what the real specs are is really difficult yeah. you kind of have to dig in hard and i just really don't have the patience usually no that's why i ended up, i just kind of went with that olegs i knew how good they looked and it was sort yeah of, uh, and i've started researching a little bit since then trying to figure out what to get next and you know like the samsung's are hdr 10 and not dolby vision but the sony is dolby vision and hdr 10 and then there's like someone there Adobe Atmos, and I'm like, wait, what does that mean in a crappy TV, in a great TV that I'm sure has a crappy speaker? How does that yeah. you know, Atmos audio translate into that? And it's just I'm kidding. Yeah, it just takes a, yeah, lot of, it's, a lot of work. It's a lot, it's a lot of work. But speaking so. of a new TV, part of that is for watch, watching movies, and we saw uh, in the news that Plex has starting a free uh, yeah, ad-supported movie streaming service, and I don't quite get that because I, the thing I only think about Plex was back in the PlayStation Three days. I believe the Plex Player I had installed, I could play movies off my off my computer through the PlayStation yeah. or something like. It's like a media and that was server. a thing like way back when. I, I think even I can't remember how far. I feel like early two thousands, maybe mid two thousands. I don't know. Uh, I came across it first, and it was basically a way. 
just to stream whatever uh, littered trash of video was on your hard drive to other devices and things like that. Uh, and it, it is interesting. I guess they have enough of an install base that they think this is a good, viable launch platform. But what it sounds like is another kind of voodoo-free offering or um, what's the one with the big eyeball? Um, CBS? No. no the uh, eyeball. Little eyeball. Um, <laughs> Pluto. Pluto TV. Oh, I've heard of it. I've, I don't know much about Pluto TV, yeah, but I have Pluto heard of TV it. Pluto TV is basically cable for free. You know, uh, it's got a bunch of channels. It's not on demand. It's just streaming. Um, and they play some pretty good movies, you know, uh, ad-supported. And, uh, you know, it's basically just TV all over again, but streaming over IP. Well, yeah, here, uh, uh, I mean, I just went to, went to Pluto.tv, and here's... Um, it, there's almost like a channel lineup, sort of like you see your your guide on uh, on Comcast or whatever. And here's Comedy Central. Yeah. Uh, well, TV History doesn't look like an actual channel, so I'm thinking, wait, how do they do these actual channels? But here's CMT Westerns, and uh, that's that's funky. I've never. There's obviously a back catalog distribution deal that a lot of these guys get because I see the same things for free on. You know, Voodoo Free or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is like a Doctor Who channel on Pluto. It's okay. amazing because I, you know, I used to watch that when I was a seven-year-old, and uh, and just looking at them now and go, man, I was terrified of that. <laughs> it's like some cellophane monster could, you know, you could outrun because the guy could barely move. So know? what you're saying is a lot of crap. Nobody really wants to watch. Uh, yeah, probably. Although, actually, no, there was some, it's a, it's a toss-up. There's lots of B-movie stuff, and then every now and then, you know, they'll have James Bond marathons mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah. But every, it's, I, I gotta say, whenever I actually get to watch anything, I pretty much never find anything to watch these days. There's no. like one or two things. But what was um, the, um, one of the things on The Onion years ago was like, Netflix introduces its new browse-only plan. Yeah, get it. You just browse around. You don't watch anything. Yeah. Um, so speaking of Plex, yeah, here's my, let one. me tell you my problem with Plex and why it's not going to work. Um, I went to Plex.tv and scroll down. Like you know, you see watch free, stream it your way, watch now. You scroll down, you see this banner sliding across of some pretty big Hollywood movies. There's Apocalypse Now, Teen Wolf, Raging Bull. Okay, that's cool. I like the idea. I, I'd take some ad supported movies for or for some stuff I probably wouldn't watch otherwise terminator so you click the watch now button and remember this says thousands of movies okay thousands yeah. of movies thousands of titles quote unquote you click watch now and um it's asking me to sign up for an account yeah. where can i browse what they have before i yes. have to create an account i'm or right sign there with, with google and facebook that always turns me off right away yeah i so just i call bullshit we, on it right then and there yeah we we really no one has the time Right, everyone. You got to see what's on the menu before you order. That's yep. just the way it goes. Yeah. So I, I am going to go ahead here and just call it. It's, it's not going to last. Boom. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it, it, it. There's a broader thing here. We really are at the precipice of, I mean, of a complete transformation. It's amazing still to me that a lot of people are locked in the cable still. Um, I still you know, have cable. I've, you still have cable. Yep. Oh, just is it because it bundles with your other deals like uh, your internet or? No, I'd say the main reason we still have cable is it, it does bundle, yes. It's just about as cheap to be able to get 
the package we have as it is just to get an internet only one partly right. partly right. Uh, you know we we still want to we have google voice like the package to get not google voice comcast voice was you know about as affordable as not getting it and we like with kids here we sort of like to have 911 um and a home phone line because like, my kids don't have cell right. phones yeah i mean they're not old enough in my fifth graders some fifth graders have cell phones, but I'm like, no, you're not getting the cell phone. Uh, I um, agree. So we like to, have, and they're just starting to stay home alone a little bit every now and then. Uh, so we like to have the phone for them. And the other thing yep. is for, um, for mainly for sport, we, we we like auto racing. We like IndyCar open wheels. So it's still the best way to see live racing. Right. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, uh, those are, those are, I think that's the reason most people are hanging onto the cable is because it is bundled with something. Uh, you know, if, if it got significantly more expensive, it, I, I think we'll see people ditch it in droves. And it's, it's already expensive. I mean, they keep they keep going up. Um, and, and if I had another option, that's really the only option. The only other one is uh, DirecTV, AT, you know, AT&T U-verse. And that's even though the neighborhood next to us has ATT fiber. But, you know, I mean, yeah, see, I'm it's... spoiled. I've had fires fiber for 15 yeah. years or so now. So Apparently they're burying that all over Nashville, uh, oh. Verizon is. So maybe... maybe well, uh, just in time for 5G, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's <laughs> cook, 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 cook my brain so I can watch a movie. That's exactly uh, exactly what I want. I mean, the good news is for us in the industry, there should be a lot more work, right? What, because our brains are cooked and they're no, people are dying? No, because there's so much or? content. People <laughs> are just desperate for... You know, they got to fill those Disney channels with content. Well, I don't know. Uh, you know. It seems like all they're they're just re repeating everything, regurgitating back back catalog. You know, you get a Mandalorian, which is yes, that is what's going to um, bring in the eyeballs. But well, they really should just call it Baby Yoda. Let's be honest. Oh my God! But, come on. I, I think for that reason, I'm not going to watch it if I ever do get. Uh, <laughs> you know, a, once you I get say a free that, and then you Disney see the Plus, cute little Baby Yoda, and it's 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 adorable. I'm I'm not gonna. I'm, I will watch it when I get a free free subscription or like a free year, but I'm not gonna. I'm paying for enough crap like that already. I refuse to add Disney to my um, to my mix. Uh, I was trying to think what else went on last week. It was a pretty not much really seemed to be happening. I think everyone was eating turkey and uh, passing out in the couch. Yeah, we had uh, Apple's like uh, software products best of 2019 software products and. Um, what was there was like the camera app iPhone app of the year was uh, Spectre Camera, an AI powered app that leverages a dizzying amount of tech to let anyone take stunning long exposure shots. I may have. Yeah, to that was interesting. That. I mean, you know, obviously on the still side, but that was kind of a cool. I guess it just stabilizes really well. I suppose I, I, I didn't even I hadn't even seen this list, so I think I'm I may actually download that one. looks Looks pretty cool. Affinity Publisher, one. Mac app of the year. Affinity yeah. is doing some cool stuff. Yeah, you know what? I, and I hear a lot of people uh, rave about it. I, I have. I, I don't have you. I've never even so much as installed a copy, so I don't know. I have not uh, either, but I, I do know. But people, there's some people that swear by the whole Affinity uh, suite. I think it's an alternative to you know to Adobe. Yeah, and I think that makes sense if you're if you are definitely a. a an isolated island kind of boutique. You do your one man band, a one woman band, and you're kind of doing everything in your shop. You could probably get away with that. Yeah. I just find 
anything larger, you're going to be given Photoshop documents and you're going to be expected to give them. Uh, and After Effects is kind of such a, an essential Swiss Army knife for video work it's kind of hard to see how you could wean yourself off those things. I think you'd have to be working in a, um, you know, definitely one man band, maybe, you know, smaller capacities or, or a corporate video department inside a larger corporate corporation, maybe. Yeah. It's, it's, as long as you're self-contained within, within the world you have built, I think it can be done, you know, re- relatively easy. Um, you know, there's obviously stuff that after effects will, will do that, you know, Apple Motion can't, and that you can't do in, uh, in 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 Fusion. But you know, you get uh, you know the Photoshop alternatives of. Um, I mean, Affinity's got the what's Affinity's thing called? They've got a Photoshop alternative. Is it just Photo Designer or no? I don't know what it is. Yeah, anyway, we have not researched this <laughs> we very should, well. We should we should know that. But there's there's a I mean there's a there's a couple of them. There's another one on the on the iPad that I can't. Right now, the name uh, escapes me. Once again, yep. we researched this very, very well. Um, it's called Pixelmator, which is there quite nice. Um, so, you know, I mean, I, I had to dig back into Lightroom the other day to process the thousand photos I took of my son's last soccer game. And I just, you know, this Lightroom classic, and it's such a beast of... I know, I know there are people that love it, but it's just so overwhelming, this yeah. beast of a program that, you know, every time I get in there, I'm like, oh, give me something else. I know there's the other Lightroom, the new Lightroom, but, you know, that's, unless they've changed it, it's um, everything you put in there syncs up to, you know, the, the Adobe Creative Cloud. And I don't want to sync oh, that drives me crazy. a thousand photos up to, you know, and buy more storage. So, yeah, I like that the, whole thing is really, I mean, a lot of those things, it's really hard to stop it. Like both Microsoft and Apple uh, they want to store your desktop in the cloud, and you have to explicitly say, no, 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 I'm going to manage all that, all my files myself. I don't want them in your cloud, that you're going to charge me an extra 20 bucks a month to enlarge the uh, storage size. But you have to, when you're installing the OSs, turn that stuff off, and that's just a little ridiculous to me. Well, you know, and, and that's, I mean, Apple's, the iCloud thing is just, it is a, just a world of extreme pain you know how quickly someone's phone fills up and then you're yeah 99 cents for what a couple of gigs and then and then for five bucks you go to the next level and stuff doesn't sync right and it's just it really works terribly terribly bad then no one has really done it properly yet i mean i just i kind of almost like what dropbox has kind of finally done it right with that selective sync thing where you can have a bunch of files you can right click and say keep these only in the cloud i was going to say the thing that has really saved my bacon over the last probably five years now is I, I use Nextcloud, which is an open source self-hosted thing. So I have a an eight terabyte drive um, and I can have multiple client sort of services there. But all of my computers have a work in progress directory that is automatically synced like Dropbox with that main system. And you can selectively choose which folders to copy and which ones not to as well. Hmm. Uh, so I've found that to be amazing because then I don't have to pay a dime for the amount of data I consume. Yeah. Uh, and then actually using Backblaze, which is like five bucks a month, you can back that drive up as well. So to the cloud, if you want an extra redundant backup. Um, I'm, in fact, I'm thinking of doing an article on Providia Coalition on installing Nextcloud because it is. I haven't heard uh, of it. Yeah, it's it. Well, there was something called OwnCloud, and then I guess the guy that originally, one of the original developers of that, 
broke off and made Nextcloud. It's really solid. You have to install it. I think it's Linux only, but it, it's a really pretty simple install. In fact, I installed it on an old 2013 Mac Mini. I uh, just stuck Linux on it, and uh, and it's just rock solid. Uh, and and it, it works as a file share, so you can right-click on files and say share, creates a link you can email to people. It's, it's a really nice service. So hmm. uh, that's why I hate being sent all this other you know being trying apple trying to get all my files on their icloud at the same time because uh i'm already taking care of myself so anyway. well I, yes but man as soon as you said install linux and i just thought to myself boy how <laughs> easy it is to uh to have that's true well like i got you know backing up your machine is definitely a good thing but the days of losing everything when your hard drive clack crash is, is less in these days because you've got, you know, Gmail's up in the cloud. I've got my main yeah. documents folder that's, that, you know, that doesn't have caches and, 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 you know, all that kind of stuff. That's just paper, you know, not physical documents, but just files I've saved, PDFs yeah. and receipts and all that, all that goes into Dropbox. So that's all, you know, there's, there's less and less, you know, if I had a catastrophic crash on my Mac right now, I would lose yeah, so okay. much less now than I just yeah. I did, yeah. you know, four or five years ago, thanks to the drop boxes. Well, my, the... my wife, who's a writer, lost her entire laptop, but we have Backblaze. I, I don't know if you ever heard of that, Backblaze. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used yeah. to use I mean, um, Crash Plan, but I got off of that and I went, I need to go to back to Backblaze. Yeah, Backblaze is like five bucks. They don't throttle the upload speeds and it's unlimited. I mean, mm. for as many local drives, you can't plug a USB drive in and then put it on the shelf because after there is... a certain number of days, if it doesn't see it connected yeah. to your computer, it, it deletes it but which which is how they get around the uh like using it for um you know media professionals like us because yeah, exactly because yeah, we would we would put terabytes of stuff in yeah. there but they have a plan for media professionals they do but it gets it does get pricey now, you know not uh inconceivably expensive it's still quite reasonable if you've got a company and a budget mm -hmm. but uh uh but it's say you know we i could my my wife her entire laptop fried and I could download the day before image. It was perfect. It was it was amazing. So, can compare that to I have had some kind of fatal tragedies back in the past. No, no, yeah, uh, they they have uh they have they have happened. That's for sure. Yeah, it's all good until the MP hits and then we lose everything. Well, yeah, then it doesn't doesn't matter at that point. It won't matter then. We'll all be fighting over uh, dead cows. So. Exactly. I was just trying to think of what, uh, like last week, we had you know some PVC content. If, if people haven't browsed the site lately, we had an article go up from a uh, first one from uh, Oliver Peters, who's well known in the post production world about um, the Americans with Disabilities Act compliance consideration that, that talks about mm. the ADA compliance and about uh, closed captioning and, and things like that, which is one of those kind of articles that's, you know, it's like, oh, that. That's not fun. I mean, no one loves to do captioning and be ADA compliant, but it's the type of thing that can be very important. Well, you really can't hide from it anymore. You know, it used to be 10, 15 years ago that you could pretty much ignore it. But like you're saying, that's it's there's so much legislation around it now that it's hard to ignore. Yeah, yeah, totally. There's, there's some really nice stuff in there, and Oliver definitely knows. Yeah, his, cool. uh, knows his stuff. So that's a good. Um, now you had a new, uh, an interesting new article this week. Oh yes, my annual uh, Christmas gift ideas for the yeah. editor. Yeah, that one is, uh, actually is pretty cool. 
that's ten, it's the 10th year that I've done it. It's been ripped off by many many other websites around uh around the the, the internet. So um, anything particularly new that made the list this year? Well, I put the Loop Deck CT on there, which I have that I'm starting to test to test out. And uh compared to the Loop Deck Plus, it's such it's a much more purpose-built thing for for editing. It works That's the so reprogrammable OLED thing, right? OLED. Yeah. I don't know if it's OLED. It's not OLED, but it's got it's got you know, it's got knobs and dials and buttons and a, and a sort of a touchscreen, the touchscreen buttons that, that um, are, are tiny little screens. Yeah, so it's, it's, cool. it's pretty cool. It's five forty nine. It's not cheap, so it's the kind of thing where, oh man, what a great gift that that would make for. Um, yeah, if someone was to uh, be be given that, and uh, you know, for um, the autonomous ergo stool, which is a great little um, height adjustable standing desk support stool kind of thing. I had a client that's that's got one. I was using it. And I'm like, oh my gosh! I ordered my own instantly after after I actually ordered on Black Friday. It's um, yeah. after using it. So I threw that on there. Um, you know, that, the articles also you've got some silly stuff on there, like a heated mouse pad for people with cold, <laughs> cold hands, and um, toilet paper blaster for your office, uh, your office um, parties. And that of someone was talking about it there at work on Christmas Day, or we're going, we're probably going to have to work on Christmas Day, which is just so sad. And I was like, oh, you may need a Christmas meal. So there's some. Christmas meal mm-hmm. for your edit suite ideas, and yeah, it's a fun little piece that's been been going on for it. Hard to believe, uh, ten years, ten years now. And uh, well, speaking of new content, over on Moviola, we've yes. got uh, Kevin P. McAuliffe did a great little uh, Seven Essential After Effects scripts that I learned a whole heck of a lot from. Yes, if you pop over the techniques section there, uh, is pretty much every week we have something brand spanking new, and that's. Uh, that's this week's little tasty morsel. And, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's good because it's like After Effects is amazing, the functionality that can be added to After Effects. Really, it's incredible some of the stuff people write and for free. You know, and in fact, all of those scripts are either free or, or pay what you want, uh, the ones he goes over. Yeah. And it, it is amazing how much time <laughs> some people must have on their hands to write those things or just how generous they are, you know. Um, I mean, I'm sure a lot of them are in-house tools, and then they go, hey, what the heck? Why don't I just clean this up a bit and put it out there? Well, that's one of the amazing things about the Internet is uh, how willing people are to share, whether it's just yeah. knowledge and forums or, well, you know, blog and, and blog posts. Because, I mean, I didn't start the edit blog, year, you know, tw- what, 12 years ago now to um, maybe it's 10 years ago. I was not being making no money at all off of it for quite a few years until right. I started to make a little bit off of it. I'm like, oh, this makes it even more worthwhile. But you know, the numerous Facebook groups that we participate in—I uh, don't know if you participate in Facebook groups or not. But it's the only good thing about Facebook is the um, some of the groups, like the internet forums, have migrated into Facebook groups. Right. Yeah, I got to confess, I am so. Uh backwards when it comes to social media in any form that uh i don't think i've ever joined the facebook group <laughs> well it's probably, i probably should it's probably okay the you know <laughs> social media I, it, when um history judges the world we'll decide we'll we'll not so sure whether they will judge social media as a good thing or a bad thing uh, it's probably an inevitable thing you know so yeah. what are you gonna do well, I guess that's anything else. That's, I guess that's probably about it for the week. I think that'll probably cover it uh, for this week anyway. We'll see what uh, happens in the week to come.
yeah, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll definitely see as we ramp up to Christmas. People get can sometimes they get extra busy real quickly before we uh, pause for the holidays. So uh, who knows what we'll see, but it will be here very soon. So until we talk again, uh, have a good a good rest of the the week, and um, yeah, we'll talk before the holidays. I'm sure. So I hope all the listeners have a good um, rest of the week, and as they ramp up to the holidays as well. Absolutely. All right. Talk to you all soon. All right. Gotcha.